0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: <laughs>
2: Tis that time of the season when the ghouls and goblins prowl. Witches ride their broomsticks and bonehead wildcats howl. So scrape your claws together and make some chili. Spooky Bosco boys, Boys.
3: come on, boys!
4: (laughs) Boom! The boys are back. The boys are back, and I am pumped. Granted, Chauncey will not come inside. He is. Just standing around in the backyard like a lunatic, staring at the door. The door is wide open. He does not want to come in. So it's an interesting night, but it is still my favorite night because we get to talk to all of the Boneheads absolutely live. We will have a special guest to start the show to talk about a promotion we are running, but before... We get too deep. Again, everyone needs some Manhattan Brewing Company in their life. Not only do they have delicious beer in the entire state, they have the towny American wheat beer, which is the perfect beer for Farmageddon. It is the beer all of you need to try to get into your life before Saturday. Again, do whatever you want, but it is the... Official tailgating beer of the year, and it's the perfect beer for when we take on the Cyclones. Not only that, we're back with Charlie Hustle. CharlieHustle.com. It is the spot, my friends, for officially licensed K-State apparel, all the great Kansas City landmark stuff, the Kansas City Hearts, some great unlicensed stuff with some other sports teams, the Arrowhead Collection, all sorts of fun stuff. So check them out as well. Also, if he'd show up, I got the CEO of Armchair, Andrew Stevens is supposed to be joining the show here shortly so he can talk about our task to take all of his money, all of sports drinks money so we can throw a great tailgate for a K-State football game upcoming. But he kind of sucks. He's kind of a flake sometimes. So if we can't get him up here soon, we're just going to get going. And you know what? We are just going to get going. We're just going to get started. If he, when he shows up, we'll get him up here. If he doesn't, whatever. We're gonna take his money anyways. Cause if you guys sign up with Points Bet USA. Oh, there he is. There's the bastard. It took him long enough. He knows we go live at seven in God's time zone. We're you, very punctual
5: On You Bosco's said you were monologuing voice. for two minutes. You said you were monologuing for two minutes. I'm here at seven oh two. No, I I, I I did
4: say that, but it is time. I, I want you first off Chauncey is not coming inside. So we're in crisis here in Shawnee, but uh, I want you to talk to the boneheads. What do we need to do as a collective to take all of your money and
5: all of sports drink money and spend it all on a K-State tailgate? So really, I mean, at, at this point I was kind of anticipating like, Oh, we really got to, we really got really to move some weight here. But like the, you got the core in right now. And I got to imagine a lot of the core is on this call right now. So this is directed at you 30 or whatever, beautiful people. All you got to do is like literally get people in your family. I know you, I know you have like, like get like your three friends. I mean, like, it's not like go get everybody on your street. It's like text, like two of your friends, get like one or two people in a fantasy football league. And it's just like, get them. Here's 10 bucks. 10 bucks. You get a cool shirt, and I will come up there and spend an exorbitant amount of money that we probably shouldn't spend, but I have gotten weirdly emotionally attached to this insane Kansas State fucking football team, and so I want to come up, and I want to party with Scott. I've already partied with Grant, and I want to send y'all to the Big 12 championship game in style, and so let's get this thing done. I think we can do it. I think so, too. Again, not only
4: is it a pretty low buy-in, plus we got a bunch of DGENs. We like to gamble on sports. It's finally legal. And I know there's some of you out there who either don't like to or don't live in a state where it's there yet. Just tell someone who lives in a state that does, have them send you the T-shirt, 10 bucks. Put it on K-State to beat the Raiders. Put it on K-State to – or the Chiefs to beat the Raiders. Put it on K-State to beat, uh, you know, uh, Iowa State this weekend. You get your money back. Get a free T-shirt. Plus, we're going to have Andrew come down here, or I guess come up here, and he's going to party with all of us. And he's going to
5: buy you guys all beers. He will personally buy everyone six beers. I will, buy, I will buy every single person in this call beers. Cold beers. Six of them.
4: At least. At least. least. So that's what we need you guys to do. What Andrew is going to do is put it in the chat. Andrew, put the link to the Google form so everyone can fill it out. Go to PointsBet, and we're going to get at least a handful more signups before the end of this episode. I, hey, how about this? If we can get 10 more signups before the end of this live show, I will work with K-State, to put on an event before a K-State basketball game this year.
5: Look at this guy. There we go.
4: I will work with my friends at the K-State Athletic Department and see if we can get a bonehead pregame party in the Football East Club before a basketball game, a Saturday basketball game, this winter, if we can get 10 more by the end of this hour. So
5: So, so I'm going to drop it. I'm going to drop it in here. But it's also if you're telling people – It's sportsdrink.org slash shirts. And that'll take it. That'll take it. And so I'm going to drop it in the chat right now. But if you're sending it to friends or doing whatever, it's very, very easy to do.
4: Well, there we go. There we have it. Andrew, the CEO, the founder of Sports Drink. Let's all make him spend a lot of money this winter, this fall, at some point. We'll figure out the best date for all the boneheads because I know... Mm -hmm. Scheduling-wise, it'd be fun to do it before the KU game. We're gonna figure it out once we hit that 200 sign-up mark. And again, if we hit the 200 sign-up mark, and if 10 of those happen before 8 o'clock tonight, I'm gonna work with K-State and see if we can rent out the East Side Football Club before a K-State basketball game this winter. Scott, well, yeah, I love
5: my friend. We're gonna party. I know we're gonna do this. We'll be partying together at some point, at some point in the near future.
4: For sure. And here's the thing. You know what? If the boneheads don't come through, if they don't want to participate and get you to pay for everything, I'll just fly down to New Orleans. But none of them get to come
5: with me. That's the unfortunate part about this is you and I will be drinking beers together no matter what. It's just are the boneheads going to get to participate? I want them to.
4: I want them to as well. I want them to as well. Andrew, before you log off, what is your official Pharmageddon prediction, K-State versus Iowa State?
5: Oh, 3513cats, lock it in.
4: There we go. That is Andrew, everyone. We love him. You can find him on Twitter.
5: Uh, I don't know his handle. I always tweet out the Sports Drink handle. Don't worry about it. Follow Sports Drink. I'm on there enough. I'll talk to y'all.
4: There you go. Everyone tweet at him, and then we are going to make it happen. All right. Let's now get into, now that all the ads are taking place, again, I want you guys to party with us. I want to have a big tailgate. This is the most extravagant way to do it. It would be a blowout. But we'll worry about that again at the end of the show. Let's go to Callie Mike. Callie Mike, we're going to get into it. Give me the final words on the Texas Tech game.
3: Uh, Well, it was sort of like a tale of two teams in a way there. But I think after the analysis, um, it's probably just that Tech made some adjustments that we weren't really expecting. And there was some slow transition to sort of figure that out um and so you know after a few days i realized it wasn't so much about the team as it was like just adjusting to um you know tech and uh, i had a lot of frustration about the coaches but in the end you know we blew it out of the water so you know i love it we've got the best quarterback running back duo in all of college football and i'm i'm pumped
4: i you know i'm right there with you everyone saw me melting down in the second quarter so I'm right there with you i don't i don't get to play uh the better fan than anyone after that game let's go to the coffee fiend himself nick nick roasting up some nick, coffee,
3: right here, up some coffee right here in kansas give Tech me game. any thoughts on the texas me any thoughts on
6: the texas game. this was rolling i think that like kelly Mag said we uh we have the best dynamic duo in the country with adrian and deuce so we got to keep that rolling uh it was nice to see Duke uh ball out with Felix, and I think that needs to continue forward but um overall, we just
4: need to put together a four quarter game and it's sealed yep there there we go i again eventually I think we will have a four quarter game but at, at the end of the day, I think we're a good not elite team. I think only those elite teams can have four great quarters, but hey. I'm, I'm up to being wrong. I'd love to see four great quarters versus Iowa State. Let's go to the good chef Andre Napier up there in Ohio. My guy, Chef. What What's do you up, guys baby? got cooking on Cocaine Willie after this? And then uh, any thoughts on Texas Tech?
7: You know, we got the Pharmageddon preview. We got a little wrap-up of the Texas Tech. You know, we just follow your model, really. We're all inspired by you. But, you know, the Texas Tech game, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Explosion massive big plays running the ball who doesn't love that but like think about this we, we were just nick was just talking about it. you were talking about it putting four quarters together in the oklahoma game we all agreed that was our best game of the season so far and we had 12 possessions five punts four three and outs the, of those of those five punts we had four three and outs and in the Texas Tech game, we had 14 possessions, six punts, five three and outs, one turnover. Like it's not that far off. It was just really, it was just really just how in order they were. The quarter was bad, but in actuality, it was basically the same thing. And we just scored a lot faster. I'm I'm not worried about that game. I I really appreciate it for what it was. And Texas Tech, they're improving, so I'm not I'm not mad.
4: That's a great way to point it out. I I like the way you just laid that out. Let's go next to Joel, my guy, Joel, holding it down Johnson County with me. Joel, final thoughts on the Texas Tech game?
2: Yeah, I mean, great game. Um, That second and third quarter were kind of rough. I don't – I mean, I understand why you got to try and play conservative and just get the easy win. But, dude, I wish we'd throw this conservative part of our playbook just completely out the door. Like, why don't we just try to blow the doors off everybody every game? But, yeah, Adrian's a killer. Deuce is a killer. Going to have to see the wide receivers step up this weekend, I think, though.
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping uh, they, they heed the call from Chris Kleiman. Um, But we'll see. I, I'm not going to go out and make any wild prediction on the wide receivers. But we will see. Let's go down to Coley Dubb down there in Austin, Texas. Coley Dubb uh put a bow on it it was versus one of the uh texas schools down there did you taunt any tech fans after the game Uh,
8: i did not see a lot of tech fans um but i don't think i'd be too much of an ass to them i mean they seem like a pretty chill fan base for the most part unlike some fan bases i should say um i don't know it was a good win i enjoyed it i was a little stressed there for a while but i i tried to tell everyone on twitter to calm down and chill out and you did tell me Luckily, to calm
4: like, down
8: as well. I was being a smart ass. No, you were 100% ass. right. You were 100% <laughs> right. But yeah, they kind of figured it out. It kind of seems like that's how our games have gone a little bit this season is you think, what the hell, what the hell, what the hell? And then, you know, in the third, fourth quarter come, and they kind of seem to click and get it figured out. So I just, like, um, like I think Joel said, I just want to see a complete game and just dominate from start to finish.
4: Let's now go to Ema Elvis. Ema Elvis swinging those hips, making all the old people back in the 50s super scared that all sorts of hell was coming to their neighborhood. Ima Elvis, what did you think about the Texas Tech game?
1: Uh-huh. Um, I think Khalid Duke is back. That was awesome to see. Um, I, I love seeing him get those sacks and figuring things out at a linebacker position. And uh, doing what he needed to do to get his name in the paper and <laughs> and online everywhere, um, and getting some recognition for it was awesome too. Uh, so and I think the the best QBRB duo in the country is uh, going to just keep on running, and that's going to win us a lot of games if they can do that.
4: Yeah, how how great was it? Khalid Duke gets Big Twelve Defensive Player of the Week and then Felix gets the uh national lot impact player of the week again. That
7: that pass rush was on something. Did anybody pick Khalid Duke as their pick to click? Because I mean that's kind of like quintessential. Someone pick to might click. have.
4: I might have to I might have to go back and listen to that and give some credit if someone did. So good shout out, Chef. I'll 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 go back and listen last uh last week's live show let's go to the linksman next uh my guy first off you know weather's starting to cool off how many more rounds do you got in you before uh, the winter comes and then any thoughts on texas tech
0: hopefully a lot but i'm not great at playing golf when college football starts this seems like k-state's all i can think about hey
4: i'm, I'm right, right there with you granted i can't play but next spring I might I, I might I might finally get into it. But I mean I can't think about anything else except for the cats.
0: <laughs> so um, just kind of echo what everybody else said. You know it wasn't perfect, but two and O top of the Big Twelve. I think anybody would have taken that at the start of the year. So can't complain too much.
4: Yes, I, right there with you. If we can if we can get this next road win, get to that bye week. Oof, man, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about. It. Let's go to Aaron. Aaron, put a bow on Texas Tech for me.
9: Yes, yeah, so we've touched on it a little bit, and we probably don't talk about it enough, but King Felix has just been dominating all season. You know, it doesn't always show up in the stat sheet, but just a little bit of a shout-out to King Felix. Finally making some impact plays. Good to see Duke down on the defensive line as well. The other thing I would say is the coaching staff finally got a hold of our team at halftime. That was great to see.
4: Yeah, I <laughs> – uh, I would I would love to get a recording of what Coach Kleiman said at halftime because it must have been something because the players were talking about it. Even he referenced it a little bit. Uh so that that might go down as a urban legend, whatever he said. Uh let's go to Colorado Cole. Colorado Cole, what do you got for me?
10: Um, yeah, just kind of uh being the dead horse here. Um you know, you wish we could have cut out some of those sloppy quarters Uh, sloppy execution kind of offense was non-existent in the second quarter. Um, But I think 10 times out of 10, if you tell me we're playing sloppy for two quarters of a game, I'll take 37 points. Um, And I think 37 points probably wins you every game on the rest of the schedule, uh, considering the defense we have. Um, so, you know, I like to clean up a little bit, but can't be too picky.
4: Yeah, I actually I, – I would probably agree with you. I think 37 might do it in just about every game this year because uh, I do trust the defense. We're going to go with our guy, Zach, and then we'll end with Catsman. Zach, uh, doing the God's work uh, on Twitter this week. This is a big week for Zach. He thrives on Farmageddon Week. Zach, any final thoughts on Texas Tech?
11: I mean, I would actually agree if it was, you know, if Iowa State fans would actually play along. That's
4: true. What is up with Iowa State fans, man? They have been non-existent. Like, especially, like, you know, they, they roll deep in the offseason. Then the week comes around. They've they've been non-existent this week.
11: Yeah, I mean, it's always been Cyclone Larry, and then pretty much they all kind of follow, and he can't even get them up for it. So, uh Yeah, I've just kind of been spending rent-free time on KU. But anyways, um, putting a final bow on Texas Tech, can't really say much more than anyone else has said. I was with you, Scott. I was panicking uh, probably early third quarter. When they had a chance to go up um, 2020, they had the ball. What was it first and goal at one point? I'm not sure. They ended up missing the field goal, but I was like, Everything was flashing through my head. I was like, season's over again. when to have to listen to KU fans all week. I couldn't even wrap my mind around it.
4: Well, luckily, uh, their college kicker uh, was a head case and missed that. Let's wrap up with Cats, before we turn our attention to Iowa State. Cats, any final thoughts on that Texas Tech game?
12: It was, it was a fun one, I guess. I didn't quite reach – Full breakdown mode there in the middle, but I was, I was close and I'm just proud of the guys for fighting through that rough, rough little stretch and getting the dub.
4: Yep. There we go. All right. It is time to turn our attention to Texas tech. We are going to get everyone's keys to V we're going to start off with Zach, um, we're going to kind of reverse things a little bit uh, and we'll work our way back up to Cali, Mike. So, Zach, what is your first key to be?
11: Um, <clears throat> I'll go pretty simple. I think you're going to have to um, score points. I mean, it's really that simple against Iowa State because I think they have a pretty good defense. I think their offense is putrid. So, I mean, I think – I said it last week. I'll say it again. I think 24 might win it.
4: I'm a. I am I think I would. I I think 24 is right on that cusp of what I would take if offered to me right now. We'll go Catsman, then Colorado Cole. Catsman, what's your key to V?
12: Uh, I would I would say getting. I mean, I feel like I say this all the time, but especially this week because Hunter Decker's is a statue, just. King Felix and now hopefully Khalid Duke and hopefully Nick Matlack is getting better and just getting back there and making him as uncomfortable as possible. I think that's a good one. And and I think if we get back there, he's not
4: going to be able to elude too many attempts on his life. Uh, We'll go Colorado Cole, then Aaron. Colorado Cole, what is your key to be?
10: Um, Yeah, kind of just building off of that. Um, I think if you can get after the quarterback and not allow their receivers enough time to make a play, especially their big uh Xavier Hutchinson, that's his name, I think. Um, I think if if he has enough time to get open and make a big play, it'll happen. But if we're getting after the quarterback, not giving him enough time to let the uh play come to fruition, I think it'll be a great day for our defense. Um And offensively, uh, I think we just got to keep their defense guessing. Don't get settled in too much. Kind of switch up the tempo, maybe when they're not expecting it. Uh, Maybe mix in some seasoning and some spices in there that might surprise them. Uh, I think it'll be a good day for the Wildcats.
4: I like that one. We'll go Aaron and then the Lynxman.
9: Yeah, so my key to V is going to be starting fast in the first half.
4: Hey, we'll we'll take some key, uh, kids' key to Vs as well. If, if your kid wants to get on the mic, we're all for it.
9: Sounds good. No, my key to V is going to be starting fast in the first half. I think we're going to have to have a double-digit lead by halftime and really put them away early. That way the crowd can't get into it. You know, they're going to walk back and forth across the pedestrian bridge. That's adorable, but that's my key to V, first half.
13: They have to shake it.
9: Yes, and you have
4: to shake it. I agree. We'll go linksman then Ema Elvis.
0: Well, I was going to say pretty much the same thing as Aaron, so I'll pivot. Um, I think it's going to be not let Xavier Hutchinson beat you. Um, None of the other receivers, I mean, they're fine, but they don't scare you and can take over a game like he can, especially if they're running – if Brock is still out, then I think Xavier Hutchinson's the one that can beat you. So if you can kind of take that away, I think we'll be all right.
4: Yeah, uh, anyone who's listening, whether in the chat or live, did did we get a Wednesday update on it? It sure sounded like Tuesday he wasn't going to play, but it doesn't sound like anything's been decided for a fact. Uh, But we'll go Ema Elvis, then Coley Dub.
1: I don't know if Iowa State has played anybody yet, but they've only given up 85 yards a game rushing. And I don't see that happening this weekend. Uh, I say keep running until they dare you to throw over him. And then get those receivers, tight ends, back there behind, and and make great things happen. Uh, I I see having a great running game mixed with a much better passing game this weekend.
4: I sure hope so. That'd be just what uh, the doctor ordered, and it sounds like just what Emon Elvis is ordering up. Uh, we'll go
8: Coley Dub, and then uh, Joel. Uh, my key to be for the offense is going to be the o-line obviously it seems like iowa state's defense is um pretty pretty solid still um i just want to see the o-line dominate from start to finish and you know open up lanes and give uh 9 a.m some time to you know find get to find the receivers open and then on defense I would have to say is don't give up the big play. Uh, That seemed like that was a pretty big emphasis of climbing his presser a little bit as well. Obviously, you know, he said he appreciates the turnovers, but just don't give Iowa state that chance to make a big play and keep themselves in this game.
4: Yeah. If, if, if we can hold them uh, from getting the big play, I I think we're going to have a great day on defense, Uh, Joel, and then the good chef.
2: Yeah, uh, key to V for defense is definitely going to be D-backs. I mean, I'm not super worried about Hunter Deckers, but when you got guys like Xavier Hutchins out there, you always got to be on your P's and Q's. So probably Julius brent like got to show out for sure. Um, and then on the offense, I think it's going to be the wide receivers in the passing game have to be in sync this week. I mean, we can debate this all night, but like, how many guys do you think they're going to put in the box? Eight? Like, it's going to be something crazy, and so we're going to definitely have to throw the ball. Sorry, Ema Elvis. I love you, my guy, but I got to disagree.
4: Hey, nothing wrong with that. This is all about you guys, and as long as you guys aren't yelling at each other or going completely rogue like this guy sometimes does, we'll go to the good chef.
7: Chef, what is your key to be? Listen here, motherfucker. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I would never yell at any of you guys. You guys are all smart. I actually at, think the but... only
4: time people have yelled, it was me at Grant and then me at you as well. So I think the only yelling <laughs> is it's only been me on these live shows.
7: That's true. But I will say for the key to V for this one, its it's not so much schematic. It's just don't fall for it. You know, we got – a team that's coming off of giving, giving only 11 points versus KU. So they're going to throw the kitchen sink at us. This is all, their Super Bowl, so we have to play up and not fall for their shenanigans, especially when they're on offense. They're going to throw all kinds of crazy stuff because their fans are clamoring that they only uh, throw crossing routes and all kinds of underneath stuff. And then on when they're on defense, they're going to get chippy. They're going to get nasty, try to get – try to throw off our run game and try to probably be a little dirty. So we just can't fall for it. On the road, we have to stay the course, buckle down, beat that ass.
4: Yeah, I, th- I think there's going to be some personal fouls. I agree with you. I think it's going to get chippy. Let's go to the coffee fiend, Nick. Uh, coffee bro- fiend, Nick. Roasting uh, up some beans. What's your key to be? Roasting up some beans. What's your key to
6: be? Um, Keep them keep running the ball um obviously that's what that's our identity but at the same time i think what joel was saying they're gonna pound the box so we got to be able to uh sling it and have adrian throw the receivers and the receivers and tight ends got to be able to catch it and make some plays so uh defensively just keep doing what we're doing uh then don't break and uh we'll be fine
4: there we go. And now we're going to go to Cali Mike out there on the West Coast, holding it down in San Francisco. Best friends with Stuart Mandel. Uh, what is your uh, key to I
3: <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, he's one, still picking K-State two, to win the Big 12. He doubled down on it this week. So, Well, you know what? That might be his only redeeming quality. Um, but, yeah, I, I put it on the, the Bluebird app. Uh, basically non-offensive touchdowns is where I'm thinking the key comes from. Uh, you know, we got to get the special teams U up and running this week. And also, you know, our dirty D, get those uh, pick sixes, uh, fumble recoveries, maybe even a punt block, you know what I'm saying? Um, if, the, if the offense is unable to click, if, if Iowa State's D is really what people are building it up to beat, then we're going to have to get those non-offensive touchdowns.
4: There we go. All right, all right, all right. Okay, it is now time for the pick to click. Uh, This could be either an MVP prediction. This can either be, hey, he had a good game, or even like, oh, he's improving. Uh, So if anyone wants to throw a bone to the wide receivers and say, hey, they make a couple plays, they count. Uh, So let's just have a prediction for the pick to click. Uh, I am going to go rogue with the order so we all know what that means. I'm going to lose my spot, and towards the end of this, um, I'm going to be asking if I got to everyone. So it is what it is. We're going to start with Ema Elvis, and then we are going to go to Coley Dub. So Ema Elvis, who is your pick to click?
1: All right, I'm going to say the whole D-line, but led by Nate Matlack this week. Uh be pretty cool to spread out eight sacks among the bunch. K, you had five last week, so why can't K-State get eight? Hey, I'm
4: all for that. Uh, We'll go Coley, Dub and then Catsman.
8: I'm going to go with Malik Knowles. I don't think I've chosen yet this year, but I'm ready to see another just solid Malik game. doesn't have to be stupid stats, but let's say over 75 yards receiving – over 75 yards receiving – And either a kick return touchdown or a receiving touchdown.
4: I love it. Before we keep moving on, it looks like uh, Mr. Savage is in the chat. Uh, Might have to get him up on stage at the end of the show and figure out if his son, Kobe Savage, scored the uh, telephone number from that uh, nice Texas Tech cheerleader he was blowing kisses to at the end of the game. So shout out to you, Mr. Savage, and shout out to your son. We are very happy. He is a K-State Wildcat. Okay, let's get uh, – we'll go to the good chef for uh, pick-to-click, and then we'll go to Catsman.
7: Ooh, pick-to-click. We got to think about this one, boys. What kind of game plan are we going to run? Are we going to smash mouth or are we going to air raid them? Because I'm hearing a lot of we're going to pass the ball, we're going to run the ball. I'm thinking the pick-to-click is going to be – Cooper B.B., and he plays three positions on the offensive line today.
4: I think something would have gone bad if he's playing three positions on Saturday. I don't know if I like that, Chef. I don't know if I like that, but that's okay. We're going to uh, Catsman, and then we will go to Joel.
12: Last week, uh, my pick to click was Julius Brent, and I thought he might have a pick, and he did have an interception. So I think I'm going to go with him again, just because he, he'll be, at least I think he'll be guarding Hutchinson. And that would, uh, he'll need to have a good game to hopefully shut that guy down.
4: Yep, I think that'll be a good matchup. Um, I forget who I said was next. Who did I say was next? Who yeah, was me, me, me. Okay, Joel, Joel. <laughs> who, okay, who's your Who's your pick? <laughs> And then we'll go to Nick. So, we'll go Joel, then Nick. Joel, what, who, who do you got?
2: Uh, yeah, so I've been kind of dogging on the receivers a bit. So, I'm going to say Cade Warner. He's actually, like, when we get to third down, I'm always just thinking in the back of my head, just get the ball to Cade, and we're probably going to be fine. So, another big game from Cade, hopefully. Hopefully he catches freaking onside kicks. <laughs> so, I, I,
4: I was already limping back to my car, so I didn't see the onside kick live. When I, when I saw the clip, I was just like, oh, that's a bad look, Cade. But he, he at least was able to joke about it, uh, you know, during press availability, so that's okay. We'll go to Nick, and then uh, we'll go to Cali Mike. And uh,
6: we'll go to Cali Mike. So I'm going to go two different ways. But first off, Mr. Savage, your, your son is a dog, so thank you for uh, having him come here to K-State. We appreciate him. Um, Offensively, I gotta stay with my wide receivers. Man, we, we gotta click, we gotta get something going. So I'm sticking with them until they finally do something. Uh, uh defensively, I think the secondary is going to uh get some
4: uh get some picks for the second. Nick, Nick, you're uh, kind of going robot on us, in and, robot out on us so, and out of connection. Uh, you're good. We'll 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 get back to you for the next one. We'll go uh, Callie Mike, and then we'll go to Zach. Callie Mike, what do you got for me?
3: All right. Um, I don't think this is a name that we've heard yet today, uh, but a little-known player, Deuce Vaughn, is going to just tear it up against Iowa State, he, he's he been delivering every week, you know, 100-yard games. Um, but this time, he's going to be getting in the hot tub, three touchdowns. Deuce Vaughn is going to destroy them.
4: That's what we like to hear. We will go with Zach. Zach, you're up next. <clears throat>
11: Scott, I have a fever, and the only prescription is more Ben Simmons. <laughs>
4: Uh, okay, all right. Ben Sennett, all right. Is he going to keep running on the fly routes this week?
11: I don't know what he's going to do necessarily. Not a big football X's and O's guy, but he's just going to have 100 yards.
4: All right, I like it. We'll go Colorado
10: Cole and then Aaron. Yeah, um, I think I'm going to go P to C, Austin Moore. Um, I'm going to say – Pick six and or a fumble recovery this week for him. Ooh,
4: he'd be backing it up with two big performances. We'll go Aaron, then the Lynxman, and then, uh, yeah, then I think we're done. I, again, I I predicted it. I lost my order. Please talk in the chat if I haven't gotten your pick.
9: Yeah, I'm going to go with Daniel Green, uh, middle of the defense. I think he's going to have a big day. Look for him to get one sack and a forced fumble. Daniel Green.
4: He, honestly, again, I I don't think he's played bad, but I had such high expectations for him this year. I don't think we've had a game where he has completely taken over, so I'd love to see that. Uh, We'll go Linksman, and then I think that's everyone. Chef, have I gotten you?
7: Yeah, I was okay. I, I was just about to I was getting a little flustered for a second when I heard some Daniel Green slander. I was It wasn't nervous. Was, no, no, no. <laughs> it's it, it was not meant to be slander, but I
4: I had him as my prediction for the Big 12 defensive him, player of the year. Get him, chef. I mean, it's not, not
7: like he doesn't him, he's chef. not a tie for the team in interceptions or like the biggest play in the two-lane game that should have like turned the game if he would have just been a second faster. I mean, it's not like he's almost led the team in tackles or anything. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I was, I was
4: comparing him to, you know, Arthur Brown, 2012 before the oh, season. So again, well, I had, okay. I okay. had some super high expectations. And again, he has not had a single game where he has been bad. I just have not seen him be like, all right, no, I am. I am shutting down the defense
7: single-handedly. Cause we saw that a couple games last year. Yeah. I mean, that's true. I mean, he does seem a tinge bit, uh, less athletic than he was last year. I think he, I'm thinking he might be dinged up because he didn't even start the second half versus Texas Tech. It was Nick Allen. I don't know what's going on, but I mean, he's still bringing the wood. That first series versus Texas Tech, he absolutely smashed freaking Sir Roderick.
4: Very true. Very true. We'll go to the Lynxmen. And then again, I think I got everyone. Uh, but if I haven't, someone speak up. So who is your P to C?
0: I'm gonna go Eli Huggins. I'm buying into the, you know, his talking point at uh, press availability yesterday of being around for the 2020 game and just how horrible of a game that was. So I think it, he's gonna have a little extra fire. I think he gets a sack and a couple tackles for loss.
4: I love Eli Huggins, and yes, Aaron, he is. Good to go, at least according to Coach Kleiman's press availability. It sounds like Will Honus done for the season. Sounds like we're still waiting to hear when Andrew Lion will come back, but it sounds like just about everyone should be good to go. All right. Um, let's now get score predictions. We're gonna start with Zach, who has the Ben Senate fever. Zach, what is your score prediction?
11: Um I said 24 could win it, so I'm going to go with 24 to. You know, I actually had no idea that Xavier Hutchinson could be out, and it sounds like he's going to Whoa, be whoa, out whoa. Three. Xavier
4: Hutchinson's out too? Did I miss
7: that? No, I I, I haven't heard that at all. I thought there Maybe was... Zach's on to something. I know that they're, they're Brock, I'm pretty sure, is out. Brock is out.
11: You know, I think. I'm, if you, so that Xavier Hutchinson did get hurt briefly against. Okay, early in that yes, fourth he, quarter
4: he, he, he took one to the back he came back in yeah you know, he came back in That's what
7: I was
11: thinking I was like oh he's fine
7: like, but he's fine. Brock didn't come back after that first series and he was... he was limping on the sideline
1: pretty hard
11: okay so I come here. that doesn't really change much for me then uh I think it's going to be a close one I think it's going to be a game where we're going to be sweating it the whole way because you know one score can change the entire thing I'm actually going to reduce that number to like 21
4: to 17. Ooh, that's that's the hard attack express right there. Uh, we'll go Callie Mike. Callie Mike, what is your score prediction?
3: Um, I, I think that we continue. Obviously, my um, key to V for non-offensive touchdowns, I still think Deuce um, and Adrian Cook on the field. So I'm going 42 to 10.
4: that's what I like to hear that's what I like to hear Uh, let's go Colorado Cole Colorado Cole what score do you got for me
10: I'm gonna go let's say 37 to 21 cats
4: sign me up sign me up for 37 points Uh, We're going to the robot man who likes his coffee, Nick. Nick, what is your score prediction? Nick, Nick, what is your score prediction?
6: Apologies for the robotic. Uh, We're traveling to Colorado, so going through the Great Plains of Kansas. Shout out Um, to um,
4: Nick and his entire family. Shout out to
6: Nick and his entire family. (laughs) Um, 38-17, Cocaine Lily.
4: Love, love, love it. Let's go, Aaron, and then we'll go, Chef. Aaron, what do you got for me?
9: K-State, 31. Iowa State, 3.
4: Woo-hoo! That's, that's the score I like to hear. That's my favorite one. So someone better predict a shutout if you're going to beat that one. Uh, let's go to the good Chef Andre Napier.
7: <clears throat> I got it 35-24. Four rushing touchdowns for Adrian. No, for Deuce. One rushing touchdown for Adrian. Everything is right with the world. They get a late touchdown to make it look better.
4: Fine by me. We will go Lynxman, then Joel.
0: I'm going 27-17, Cats.
4: 10-point victory? All right. I like it. I like it. Joel, what do you have for me?
2: Yeah, I'm going to go 50. To, nah, not nah, psych. It's going to be a grind, stone, smash mouth football game, baby. 2014, cats on top.
4: (laughs) Oh, man. I was was liking where you are going before that a little bit better, but that's all right. We'll go Ema, Elvis, then
1: Coley, Dub. I'm going to take the long way around the barn for this Farmageddon. Everybody scores for K-State. The offense gets their share. Special teams will score a couple, uh, and the defense is going to score that gives K State a lot of points. But Iowa State's freshman kicker, Jace, what's his face? Gilbert. Uh yeah. <laughs> Jace Gilbert has weight of a thousand bushels of corn on him this week, and he's going to redeem himself by scoring all of Iowa State's points. Fifteen for them, forty one for the Cats.
4: I actually like that as a nickname for their kicker, Jace What's his face. Your That's word. good. That's good. All right, we'll go Coley Dub and then Catsman.
8: Going 34-13, Cats, and as the thing Chef said, they scored like a late bullshit touchdown.
4: That's fine by me. We, we've been giving up some late bullshit touchdowns. We'll go Catsman.
12: I'll go 27 to 12, and there's no redeeming himself. For the kicker this time, he misses both extra points.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Poor Jace What's-His-Face. All right, let's get now to uh, extremely odd and specific predictions, and then we can go rapid fire for folks who are not up on stage if we want. Let's start with Zach. Zach, what is your oddly specific prediction?
11: You got to have mercy on me. I'm not ready at all.
4: You're going to have to come oh my, back Zach, you're a regular. You got I'll go. Zach. You're a regular. You got uh, Okay, we'll go with Nick. Nick, I'll what go. what is yours? Okay, I got, we'll go you. I got you. I, I got what, you, Scott. What is yours?
6: So we're going to start out balanced, aerating it and smash mouth. But at the end of the first quarter, beginning of the second, we finally let loose, and both Deuce and Adrian will rush for 200 yards each.
4: Whew. All right. I like that. That 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 qualifies. Let's go, Callie Mike. Callie Mike, what is your prediction?
3: Uh, all right. So um, we are going to, for the first time in a while, lose the toss. Iowa State is going to take the ball first um, and go three and out. And then in the second half, when we receive, it's going to be Noel's uh, kickoff return for a touchdown.
4: Sign me up. Uh, You know, the gif of the guy, like I think eating some dinner, yelling sign me up or a sandwich. That's me right there. We'll go Colorado. Cole, give me a oddly specific prediction.
10: All right. So for my oddly specific prediction, I'm predicting that myself and Joel at some point in the evening, Saturday, will be on the field. Whoa! Are you guys yeah. are, are you guys
4: going Hell to yeah. Iowa? You guys going? Yeah, we're going. Good deal. My my oddly specific prediction is Kobe Savage is flirting with an Iowa State cheerleader, and that Texas Tech cheerleader gets a little mad on the internet. So that's mine. I'm throwing that out there. We'll go to Joel. Joel, since you're going to be in Iowa, what's your prediction? Yeah,
14: I'm going to
2: go um, over 31 beers consumed on Saturday by me and Cole. All right, so that that's
4: going to be what? Si- you you both would have to put down 16 a piece? Yeah.
7: 15 and a half. 15 and a
4: half. You guys going to do They don't they do not do beer in the uh, stadium there. They're one of the only other ones in the
2: conference. So you have to do okay, all we're, that. We're going to lower that to uh 30 then. No beer in the stadium.
4: <laughs> all right. I love it. Um we'll go with uh we'll go with Aaron
9: Yeah, so we're up 31-3, just as I predicted. Iowa State is driving late in the game, trying to get a touchdown. Deckers throws an interception to Kobe Savage right on the Iowa State sideline. Julius Brintz gives the thumbs down to Matt Campbell. Kobe Savage with a nice little chef's kiss, and then we cut to the Iowa State fan base marching across the pedestrian bridge as the sun goes down over Ames, Iowa.
4: I love it. That's a good one. Uh, we'll go Lynxman, then Ima Elvis.
0: It is going to be a two-touchdown night for Malik Knowles, one on the ground and one on a kick return.
4: Ooh, okay. I like that. I like that. We'll go Ima Elvis, then Catsman.
1: Okay, it happens at the seven-minute mark, left in the game, fourth and six, Iowa State, and Nate Matlack gets another sack. And there's a mass exodus traffic jam on the famous bridge of rolled cornflakes leaving the stadium. And uh, they're going to have to put that beautiful bouquet of glutinous wheat in their trophy case that says they're the runner-up this year.
4: I love it. All right, Catsman, then Coley Dub.
12: All right. Another shout-out shout out for Kobe Savage. He gets a pick six early in the first quarter that just sucks the life out of the stadium.
4: Hey, there we go. There we go. We'll go Coley, Dub, and then Chef. Have I gotten you, or do we go back to Zach?
12: I
7: haven't gotten a turn yet.
4: Okay, we'll go Coley, Dub, Chef, and then Zach.
8: Uh, Deuce Vaughn is going to have three total touchdowns, two receiving touchdowns, one of them rushing, and none of them are going to be less than 20 yards.
4: Ooh, all right. Big play, big play. We'll go Chef, then Zach.
7: Yeah, so... We're going to have two quarterbacks throw passes in this game. We're also going to have two non-quarterbacks throw touch, uh, throw passes in this game.
4: Ooh. Okay. That is very specific and that'll be easy to track. I like it. Uh, we'll go back to Zach. Zach, what do you got?
11: Okay. So I'm predicting that I guess technically, well, yeah, that's part of the game. So at, Approximately 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on Sunday, Iowa State is going to release their announcement that Matt Campbell has been fired because he's going to have a Woody Hayes moment and just start swinging on people in a fit of rage.
7: Oh shit!
4: That would that would be hilarious. Um, not that I want that to happen. Like, no, I, I think it would. I, I think he'd get his ass kicked. I think Matt Campbell is someone who likes to act tough, but he would get his ass kicked as well. Um, so, um, that's what we got for everyone up on stage. Um, if anyone wants to come up and go rapid fire, we can. I sent a uh, invite to uh, Mr. Savage uh, to see if he wants to come up and talk about his son, who has been a superstar this year. Um, if not, that's fine. You can kick it in the chat. Um, that's cool as well. Uh, and then anyone else, so I see a couple, Matt's, Zach, Greg. Nate, Jeff, hop on up here, and we can go uh, rapid fire and preview this game. If we don't, uh, we'll give a shout out to the volleyball team. They swept swept West Virginia. Nope. Here we go. Now it's showtime. time, Mr. Savage, my friend. Welcome to the stage. Welcome to the show. First off, I have to ask: Do you know if your son scored that? Uh, you know that that number from that cute little Texas Tech uh, cheerleader he was winking and kissing at. Uh oh. Uh oh, there's a mute button. We need to figure out the mute button.
1: The big red one. Gotta hit it.
4: Oh no. There okay. we go. There we go. So so did he get the cheerleader's number?
14: Uh when I left Sunday morning he hadn't gotten it and uh I after Sunday we don't talk about it anymore. It's down to business. <laughs> Hey, there you go. That,
4: that's what I like to hear. So uh, I, I got to ask you, I think we all have been massive fans of your son so far this year. Sometimes the dad is the most critical uh, eye. What, what sort of grade would you give your son in his first handful of games as a K-State Wildcat?
14: Uh, A minus. It would be an A plus, but he missed too many tackles against Oklahoma, but he had a career high that game, so I can't be too critical.
4: Yeah, I, I, you know what? I, I had a feeling that, that you'd be, be a tough critic. I, I think that is a very fair one. Um, I'll, I'll ask this because it's always interesting to hear the parents' perspective. What were your thoughts when your son chose to come to K-State, and how happy are you with that decision so far?
14: Well, you know, he, he had committed to North Texas and then um when he was on the bus on the way home from a bowl a junior college bowl game, they uh Klanderman called him and so the next day Kobe calls me and he says, Get ready to go to Manhattan Friday. And I'm like, What? And he's like, Yeah, we're going to K State and as soon as we got to MHK, it was a done deal.
4: I absolutely love hearing that. So your son has been one of the top performers. Who else on the defense have you enjoyed seeing Kobe play right next or next to?
14: Man, it's just I mean, like they say, it's the mob. It's a unit, man. I mean, it's the cohesiveness of that group. You just can't pick one. I mean, when I when I was hearing y'all earlier taking picks, I can't pick one. I mean, they all they, they run like a mob. They really do.
4: They really do. Um, they've been they've been getting all sorts of turnovers uh kobe i i think has one or two interceptions i i, I can't I, I don't remember off the top of my head uh is he going to get a chance to catch one in, in the run and take it back to the house whether it's this saturday or before the end of the year do you think he gets in the pay dirt
14: I, or- I, I think he will i think he will um he he scored his first touchdown when he was like six years old and my dad and i were running down the sideline with him so if you ever see us running down in the bill running down the sideline it's us
4: (laughs) oh i i would love to see that and you know what just just watch out for gene taylor the ad because he's down there he's running up the sidelines as well it sounds like gene taylor got into it with that oklahoma male cheerleader the same one who was trying to run his mouth with uh adrian martinez so as long as it's a home game i think you'll be safe you just got to outrun the ad because he might be running right there with you
14: yeah, he's he's a great guy. I've I've read a lot of stuff on him, and I but I'd like to get to meet him.
4: Yeah, G, Gene's an awesome guy. He's been on the show a handful of times. He's he's a funny guy. If you ever see him at a tailgate, he's a Bud Light man. So if you have a couple cold Bud Lights, I'm sure he'd come and uh, hang out with you before a game. Um, I, oh, go ahead.
14: I, I really don't get the tailgate. I'm I'm normally very nervous before the game, so I just kind of walk around and just kind of soak it up. My main thing is to be there and give him a fist bump when he walks up to the stadium. How fun is that? Because that's a tradition that started with
4: Chris Kleiman. It went away during the COVID years because of all sorts of protocols. How fun is that for you as a parent to see all the guys walk in, see the band lining the sta- or the, the parking lot, all the fans, and be able to you know, see your son right before he goes into the stadium for a big game?
14: It just, it, it's, it's, over. I mean, you can't explain it. I mean, it's just awesome. And, you know, you get to see your favorite players and get to see your kid and all the people are wanting to talk to him or give him a fist bump. It's, it's just amazing. I mean, this is a dream come true for Kobe, and we just, we smile every day.
4: Well, I absolutely love to hear. Do you want to give any sort of game predictions or anything for this big time farmageddon game again it's, it's your first experience with farmageddon and i'm a little sad that these iowa state fans they're clamming up a little bit because usually it is trash talk galore amongst the fans on twitter i'm a little sad you're not getting to experience it but uh any predictions that you want to throw out there for the game
14: i think we're going to beat them pretty pretty good I, I don't have a specific score but i think our defense is going to be a little too much. And I think our offense is going to show something that we have seen. I mean, they keep they keep getting better and better each week. So I think we're gonna we're gonna play lights out.
4: I absolutely love it. And then one final thing, and then we're going to move over to Zach, go rapid fire with him. If by any chance any recruiting uh, you know, a parent of a recruit happens to be listening to this episode, just by chance, I don't know if they are or not, but what would you tell any parent of a recruit who's thinking about coming
14: to K-State? I trust this staff with, with my son's life. When when I turned around in January and drove back to Texas, I didn't have any doubt that Kobe would be taken care of. And Kobe hasn't called once and said, Dad, I don't like these guys. I mean, you take Malone and Klanderman and Wyatt and Climbing. I mean, they, they're great people. I mean, they're family men and – Kobe's in the best place ever.
4: Well, Mr. Savage, we appreciate you coming on. And I I think I can speak for all K-State fans and all the boneheads, which is the name of our fans. I'm not being mean to everyone listening. We Uh love your son. We are so happy he he came to K-State. And you're welcome up on stage any night you want, Wednesday night, 7 p.m. You're always welcome on the show. All righty. Thank
14: you. Go Cats.
4: Yes, go Cats. We're going to go to Zach real quick. We'll get his rapid fire. Zach. Any final thoughts on that Texas Tech game?
13: Yeah, Scott, um, you know, one final thought I have on that Texas Tech game was, damn, it was a good day to be a Wildcat. It was so worth the drive from Denver to go out there and watch that game. Uh, So love that. And a huge shout-out because it was Iowa State hate week last year when I found Bosco's boys. So
4: Hey, hey, well, well, happy one-year anniversary of being a bonehead. Uh, what is your uh, key to V for this game on Saturday? Uh,
13: key to V, I think, is something the, the coach has talked about all offseason, on the offensive side of the football especially. got to be multiple. Attack them every way you can and be multiple. I think we do that. It's all, It lights out. They can take those black jerseys and throw them in the trash. It lights out.
4: <laughs> I agree. I, I would like it if we beat them so bad they never wore those stupid black jerseys again. Uh, who is going to be your pick to click?
13: Uh, My pick to click is going to be uh, Kobe Savage uh, because Papa Savage, I tweeted him. I said, jump on the live show tonight and brag up your boy and talk about why you fed him beef and not corn. And the man delivered. So I got to deliver that pick to click is going to Kobe Savage.
4: Well, props to you for making it happen, because I I, I think Papa Savage is one of the most electric guests we've had up here on a live show. And again, he's welcome anytime he wants to come Wednesday, 7 p.m. What is your score prediction?
13: Uh, I think uh, the first couple of series, um, you know, we kind of maybe fuddle around with them a little bit um, after, you know, I, I've got a prediction for the first series the game, but the, the, the next couple of series, I think we fuddle around. We get a couple of field goals down deep in their territory. So I think we stop a muddle in them though at uh,
4: 37-7. Whew. There we go. There we go. And then uh, what's your oddly specific prediction?
13: So oddly specific prediction is that there's a kick out of bounds or a kick out of the back of the end zone to start the game. So we have the ball at either the 25 or 35-yard line. Play action, deep ball throw, Malik Knowles, one play, one score, up 6 nothing right out of the gate there. Chris Dennett makes the extra point, seven nothing.
4: I absolutely love it. That is electric, Zach. Thank you for sharing those. Thank you for going rapid fire for us. Thank you to all the boneheads who participated tonight. Thank you again to Mr. Savage popping up here. Uh, I I think, Hey, I think he might be the, the, the father of the early season defensive MVP so far. Uh, that's all we have tonight. Anyone who is listening on this Friday morning, remember we go live Wednesday, 7 PM in God's time zone here in the central time zone every single week on Spotify live. Uh, Folks, it's Farmageddon. Buckle up. It's going to be a fun one on Saturday. Uh, Check out Manhattan Brewing Company every time you're in Manhattan. And if you're in the Kansas area and your liquor store doesn't have it, bug them until they have Manhattan Brewing in their craft beer section. Check out charliehustle.com and check out our partners at PointsBetUSA for Chauncey Bosco, who still will not come inside. I don't understand why this dog refuses to come inside, but it's okay. We love you guys, and go cats.
8: Meet me at the cat head.
6: Hail to the purple, hail to the white, wildcat in spirit. See
0: Onward forever, hail victory. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Fight, UK state, wildcats form, alma mater fights. Glory in the combat for the
9: purple and the white. Faithful to our colors. We will ever be a fighting, ever fighting for a Wildcat victory. Fight,
6: fight, 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 UK State Wildcat.
11: We're going
9: Network.